Hello, I'm Mercedes. And I'm Tash, and you're listening to episode 178 of Chat Disney. another episode of the chat disney podcast and today i'm really excited for this episode we are going to be talking all about our top 10 magical moments of pixie dust if you don't know what i mean by this then do stay tuned because we will be explaining exactly what those pixie dust moments are but before we get into that let's have a quick look at what has been happening in the world of disney this week So I never thought I'd see the day where we're allowed to talk about drag race on a Disney podcast and, you know, it's on topic. But today is that day because a bit of Marvel news for you all. Shay Calais, who is a very famous drag race contestant, I believe she won All Stars 7, but I could be wrong. Great competitor. She has just been cast in Marvel's Ironheart. Now, I don't know if this is in or out of drag, but as the name Shay Calais is referenced in all of the press releases rather than Shay Calais male real legal name I'm assuming this is as a drag queen style character but I'm sure as we get closer to the release of Ironheart we will find out more very very exciting indeed and heading over to our most local park first of all for parks news today Disneyland Paris and good news there are no restrictions now to enter France so no tests you don't even need to have any vaccines or proof of any vaccines so hopefully this will make holidays to Disneyland Paris a little bit easier for people now and there is new 30th anniversary lounge fire merchandise that has finally hit the shelves in the park along with other teased items including the Tinkerbell mug. Yes, it's good to see that they're finally here. They announced them like what last year and they're here now, which is great. And from one type of merchandise to another, we are looking at Walt Disney World for some news. And there are four, yes, four new pairs of Minnie Mouse ears that have been released at Walt Disney World to celebrate the Halloween season. Now, I love Minnie ears. I love Halloween. Unfortunately, none of them are really grabbing my attention. But if you want to see them for yourself, do head over to Shop Disney. The 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World, I mean, it feels like it's been going on for about 50 years. It's officially got a closing end date so from the 31st of march 2023 the 50th anniversary will be no more so yes disney have dragged this out but in light of the pandemic and the fact that so many people weren't able to go last year i'm very pleased that they did but it does kind of feel like it's time to draw it to a close and march is when that's going to be happening the Harmony Barbershop has finally opened its doors once again in the Magic Kingdom and we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago when it was rumoured to be reopening. Lots of Disney fans like to go there to have their baby's first haircut so I'm sure this is going to be music to lots of annual pass holders ears and, and Florida residents as well. And going back to Halloween, because, you know, it is one of my favourite times of year, if not my absolute most favourite time of the year, a full list of Halloween snacks has been really I mean Tash is just rolling her eyes at this point she's like god Halloween and snacks like is there anything more exciting to Mercedes I don't think so so some of these snacks are only available at Mickey's Not So Scary and that is reason enough for me to go and some of the snacks include the Oh My Gourd Cupcake which is the most amazing looking cupcake I've ever seen it's got a huge Mickey Mouse pumpkin pump 
napkin on the top. The jack-o'-lantern float, which is a doll whip float with this beautiful kind of iridescent gold on top. We've got the not-so-poison apple pie shake, the pain and panic hot dog, the Hades hot dog, the Binks pastry tail, which is exactly the same as the Cheshire cat tail, but it's Binks from Hocus Pocus. And there's going to be new popcorn buckets available and more. If this is something that excites you, if you're heading to Walt Disney World this autumn, head over to Disney Food Blog for the full list of snacks. I honestly so, so excited. And just to bring the tone down a little bit, final bit of Walt Disney World news from me today. Some guests were stuck on It's a Small World in the Magic Kingdom for over an hour over an hour. I feel like I've had a recurrent nightmare about that. I actually can't think of anything worse. That is my worst attraction to be stuck on. And with that, I will hand it back over to you, Dash. I mean, I really hope that they stopped the audio when they were stuck. (laughs) Otherwise, that would drive you absolutely crazy, wouldn't it? Um, And final parks news for you today, heading over to Disneyland. The holiday season will begin on November the 11th, and it will go right through until January the 8th, and that will include the Festival of the Holidays. So it's a nice long time to celebrate the festivities this year. And following the release of the Magic Band Plus in Walt Disney World, there are rumours that Magic Band could be coming to Canada. California. Very, very exciting. And about time too. I mean, it's like 10 years old now, isn't it? I don't know why they're always slow with this tech. But anyway, there we are. And I referenced Halloween quite a lot when I was talking about Walt Disney World. And Disney really are getting into the swing of things now. I mean, hey, two capitalist companies, August is basically Halloween. So it's only right. And Disney have have announced that they're going to be launching an exclusive Hocus Pocus event to kickstart Halloween. Now, this event is going to be exclusive for D23 members only. So don't get too excited because that doesn't include me and it doesn't include Tash, very sadly. But if you are lucky enough to be a D23 member, the event is called D23 Runs Amok in Salem and it's a big Halloween event very, very much themed on Hocus Pocus. And as part of this exclusive event that you'll be invited to, you do get to watch a preview of Hocus Pocus 2. Very exciting. Oh, I love that. I can't wait to hear more about that. And finally, ending it on a bit of a sad note this week. So unfortunately, Pat Carroll, who was the voice of Ursula in The Little Mermaid, did pass away last week, which is, you know, very, very sad for me. Ursula is one of my most favourite Disney villains. Obviously, The Little Mermaid is probably my favourite Disney movie. Um, I believe Jodie Benson made a nice touching tribute for her on social media. But yes, very, very sad. So that pretty much concludes everything that has been happening in the world of Disney this week. We're now going to move on to something a bit happier and we're going to be talking about our top Disney our top magic dust moments magic dust (laughs) faith trust and magic dust we're now going to move on to the main part of our episode talking all about our favorite magical moments of pixie dust I hope you leave that first version in I liked it I liked it a lot wondering what magical moments of pixie dust are within Disney parks. So these are basically the moments of magic, the random acts of kindness where a cast member does something really special to a guest. And it can be anything small from giving you a sticker 
to giving you more character interaction. Two, I think I've heard stories of people getting free hotel room upgrades. So there's some pretty big things there. So you may be wondering, hang on, this doesn't happen to me. I've never had anything like this. How do guests come across these moments? So Mercedes, I feel like you've had a lot of these moments in your experience as a park goer. So would you like to show our listeners the best way to get these moments to happen? Hey, I mean, it depends who you talk to. If you talk to one of my very good friends, Annika, she'll tell you that I am a master manifester and that I manifest these things, which I'm not a very spiritual person. I can't say that I believe that. But what I would say is I do think that the good you put out into the world does come back sometimes. And what I absolutely wouldn't recommend is going into a Disney park wanting pixie dust or seeking pixie dust or expecting special treatment because every single time that I've had one of those special interactions of surprise and delight it's always been a shock I've never been all you know kind of angling for any kind of special treatment that that's not how it works and you know I often see on Disney forums people saying well how do I get upgraded to a different hotel if you look you've started off at the wrong foot. If you think like that, it won't happen. It always comes when you least expect it. So my, it's a terrible answer, but just don't expect pixie dust. It will always happen when you least expect it. And just be a nice, kind person. Be lovely to every single cast member that you interact with because you never know who has got the power of pixie dust at that moment. But don't be nice because you want something from them because they can see through that. Just be a lovely, nice, happy park goer. And I'm sure you'll have your own magical interactions and moments of pixie dust. Yeah, I mean, I think if you imagine you were a cast member, what who's the sort of person that you would want to give a nice, lovely, pleasant, surprising experience to? Um, yeah, I think that's the, the best way to, to approach it. Just be nice, be chatty, be friendly. And, you know, give something back these cast members are working very hard you know obviously if they're in California or Florida those parks get very hot so you know you're hot you're tired if you've got some guests coming up to you and you know just having a nice chat with you and being friendly then that's going to make your day so you're more likely to then give something back. So Mercedes do you want to kick us off with one of your special moments of magic pixie dust that you've had in the parks? Yeah absolutely so I guess Oh, where to start? I guess you mentioned hotels. So let's start there. So when I was, I must have been 10 or 11. I was in my final year of primary school, which is like ages 10 and 11 for anyone that doesn't live in the UK. I was in Disneyland Paris with my family. I was with my mum, my dad, my sister and my grandpa. And we were staying at the Hotel Newport Bay, which is the hotel that I stayed at recently for my hen weekend as well. And there was an issue with our rooms. So my mum had asked for adjoining rooms, I believe, something like that. But what they'd actually given us was like one giant family room. And my mum was like, that's not okay because this is my father-in-law. I don't want to, you know, get changed in front of him. There's only one bathroom. Like, that's not what we booked. We definitely booked, like, I think it was adjoining rooms. I can't quite remember. And because of the issue, they were like, no, it's fine. We've sorted it out for you, madam. Like, here's your new room key, whatever. What we didn't realize was we were on the Admiral's floor, which I believe is now the Compass Club. I think they're like pretty much the same thing. But back then it was called the Admiral's floor. 
And we were staying in a presidential suite. And oh my God, this room was an actual joke. I think I've spoken about it on the podcast before. So apologies if I am retelling the same story for lots of our listeners. But it was basically a large kind of living area with a large bedroom that kind of connected off of the main room. So my grandpa had like a pullout bed, kind of like a day bed type thing that was in the living area. And then my parents had a separate room. I think my bed was like in a cubby in their room as well. My parents had a separate bathroom and then there was the main bathroom that was off of the living area. It was really spacious and amazing. And it was literally like in the center of Newport Bay. So when you looked out the window, you had like that amazing lake and that view of the Hotel New York Art of Marvel, as it's now called, in front of you. And it was just amazing because it was so unexpected. And yes, this was a situation of pixie dust where something had gone wrong. And so the cast member went that extra mile to not just fix what had gone wrong, but to actually deliver a better experience than we would have had anyway if it hadn't gone wrong. So that's probably, I've started on a high. That's like the one and only time that anything like that's ever happened to me at Disney. And I was only like 10, so I probably didn't actually enjoy it as much as I did. My mum was probably like, this is incredible. Like I'm never leaving the room. So yeah, that's probably um, a a nice, definitely a good example of pixie dust from my Disney trips over the years. That's great. I mean, yeah, I think, you know, as we said, some of these things can be very small, but lovely things. But I think having something like a big hotel room upgrade, you know, financially, that's an amazing thing to have. Think how much money that room would have cost you otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. And just in terms of convenience and things like that, my sister was a tiny baby at the time. But yeah, I remember this room was huge. My sister actually learned to crawl in this suite because at the time we were living in like a tiny little home in the centre of Brighton and there wasn't as much space as there was in this suite. Like that's how big it was in terms of kind of floor space and that sort of thing. So yeah, that was very amazing. Um, Tash, do you want to give us your first moment we've got 10 moments we should have mentioned that so five each so what is your first one Tash? So mine is is much smaller um it's you know to do with very good customer service I don't know so it's to do with Shanghai Disneyland I don't know if pixie dust is something that they're actually trained on there but for me this was a moment of pixie dust if it has if it is a thing there I'm not sure if it is but if it is then I would like to think that this was a moment where that this cast member went above and beyond for me so I used to go to Shanghai Disneyland on my own quite a lot just for a half day a morning I used to get a coffee and sit in front of the castle and one time I was just sat there on my own kind of people watching and I was kind of sat around the side of Remy's patisserie cafe or something I can't even remember what it's called now um didn't really have a very good view of the castle. And then this lovely cast member called Joshua came up and started talking to me. And we had a really nice conversation. And then he was like, oh, give me a minute. And he kind of went off. And then he came back a minute later. And he was like, I've managed to get you a nice seat, like right in front of the castle. So you can have a much better view. So then he like took all my stuff and he moved everything for me. And it's a really simple thing. But I just thought that that was such a lovely thing for him to do to kind of go out and see if another table had become available and move me. And it's things like that that it's such a simple little act of kindness but it really made my day and then I saw him frequently when I went to the park and we actually ended up writing an email to Disney to commend him on his customer service because we thought he was just such a lovely guy and he was always going above and beyond for everyone so yeah that's my first magic moment of mad keep saying magic moment my first moment of pixie dust although maybe not an official moment of pixie dust 
I love that because I think what we always say, and we say this a lot on this podcast, is like at Disney, you're often in this predicament of time versus money. And for me, he saved you time, right? Like think how long people get to the parades or the fireworks early to get that perfect slot. And for you, he was able to say, come with me. I found you a better seat. Like that's hugely beneficial. And yeah, I remember you telling me about Joshua in the past. And I just think that particularly in some of the Disney resorts that aren't in the US, sometimes customer experience is lacking. So when someone does, you know, go that extra mile and and stand out, I think it's really important that we commend them. And and hopefully that will become kind of the standard, maybe not Joshua, he sounds like he really is above and beyond. But, you know, hopefully, if they see that they're praised and rewarded for delivering good customer service, then you'll get more of it. Absolutely. So Mercedes, what is your second moment? So I'm going to go for another sort of small one. This isn't really pixie dust. This is a magical moment. This is not pixie dust, but whatever, I'm mentioning it. So this is quite a small thing. And I, I, I don't really think it's pixie dust, but whatever. It's a nice thing that happened to me. So when I was much older than I'd like to admit, I think I must have been 12 or 13. I must have been mm, 12, I think. I went to Disneyland Paris and was at Cafe Mickey and Captain Hook made me cry because he was threatening me with his hook and the, the, the I was going to say a word that I shouldn't say there, the face was very static and the expression was very angry looking. They've actually updated Captain Hook's expression. I like to think that I had something to do with that. And it was very menacing, very intimidating. And I just burst into tears. It was terrifying. And he was taken backstage very quickly. We didn't see him again. So that was that. But the really nice moment was Goofy, who I hated Goofy. I just saw him as this kind of hillbilly buffoon type character. And it really made me appreciate Goofy in a, in a way that I never had before. Goofy came over to me and sat with me. And my dad's got a video of this. So embarrassing at like 13 years old. And Goofy's like wiping my tears away and literally just ignoring everybody else in Cafe Mickey and just sitting with me because I was on like a bench and um, just sitting with me with his arm around me and just stroking my hair and taking the tears away. And he was with me for like a good sort of 10 minutes to make sure I was okay. And I just feel like it's not, it's not Pixie dust, but it was a really special moment. I love that. That's yeah. I mean, considering that Goofy should be much higher up your list. I know. I'm not a fan of him, but bless his I, heart. He tried, he tried. And I remember my dad, so I was really into pin trading. God, I'm really painting a picture here of what kind of teenagers we were I was into pin trading at that time my dad went and got me a goofy pin as well to be like because goofy looked after you and I was like oh my god I'm so embarrassed I want to die (laughs) I love this story especially that I it sounds like I knew you at this time and you never told me this I I didn't tell you could you imagine coming back to high school like Tash Captain Hook made me cry I'm actually I'm like did did I definitely I think it was I actually don't think, I think it was, it was the year that Walt Disney Studios opened. So actually, I think it was 2002 because my sister was learning to walk and she would have turned two. I always remember because she's a millennium baby. She would have turned two in the September and we started high school 2002. So actually, I don't think I did. I think it was the summer before I met you. 
Right. I, think I, I think I actually probably would have told you. Yeah, I feel like we were, yeah, I feel like we were, we knew that we both liked Disney then. So I feel like you would have found it quite funny or like your mum would have told me or something. But yeah, someone would have told you. I, I think, I think it was my 2002 trip and it was the summer before high school. So I was in primary school kind of. Well, yeah. Trying to justify so, it. <laughs> so I was like, a, yeah, so I was like 11, just turned 11. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, he he is quite scary, Captain. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll let you off there. At least you it's went to goofy. <laughs> well, yeah, it's turned into like our top 10 most embarrassing moments now. <laughs> Um, but yeah moving moving swiftly on Tash what have you got as your second so another one is one of my favorite ones and it didn't actually happen to me but it was one that I witnessed so it was when I went to Walt Disney World in 2020 um, and it was in Hollywood Studios and I remember we were in the queue to meet Mickey and there was a lovely female cast member there and there was a family it was a mum and dad and two little boys I'm guessing that they were around four and six and this cast member just made a beeline for them and she was just so chatty and friendly with them and she was doing all these really cool magic tricks I can't remember exactly what she was doing but she had a card and she was doing loads of stuff with that and honestly that them and obviously their little faces were just so in awe of this lady and then she gave them stickers and it was just really really lovely to watch because it was obviously an interaction from there for them but everyone else around them kind of fed off of the the pixie dust that she was giving them in a sense so it was lovely so it was kind of for the wide audience as well um yeah and it was just again another example of a cast member going above and beyond to make someone have a really really magical experience nice I like that a lot and the stickers are another really interesting one because I've been given stickers randomly I mean not recently obviously but when I was a kid and I think like lots of the cast members must just have stickers in their pockets and we just don't know about it and another thing as well that I didn't actually mention in the intro but you just kind of reminded me because I'm thinking about things that I've experienced and I've witnessed and stories I've heard from others and so on and something else that can help with pixie dust even though I said you know you need to go into it not having any expectation but something that I know that can help is dressing your child in a specific costume and what I mean by that is it's not uncommon for little girls that are dressed as Snow White for example to not have to queue to meet Snow White or if your son is dressed as Peter Pan or your daughter is or one of your children is dressed as Tinkerbell it's not uncommon to get a queue jump for Peter Pan's flight so that's kind of one that you can't do anything to control the pixie dust but you can definitely sort of tee up your kids um and that kind of leads on to my second is it my second no it's my third my third moment of pixie dust with so flying through these so my third one was to do with an outfit item that I was wearing but it was slightly different. So I had a really good friend, Dan, not Dan that comes on the podcast a lot, Dan that's been on the podcast once, there's two Dans. And he was a cast member at Disneyland Paris. He was very good friends with Goofy, Jack Skellington, Queen of Hearts, and so on. And I was in Disneyland Paris whilst he was working. And I I think I must have already seen him earlier in the day because he knew that I was wearing some custom Princess Jasmine ears 
And I was walking through Adventureland and Princess Jasmine was in Adventureland for meet and greets. You know, you've got that kind of like Agrabah area and it always says on the map, like Aladdin and friends, or I think it actually says Aladdin or friends. (laughs) And most of the time it's like Genie, Abu, Jafar. Occasionally it's Aladdin and very, very occasionally it's Jasmine. And he messaged me and was like, Jasmine's in Adventureland, like on the day. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. So raced over there and the queue was horrendous. I was like, there's no way I'm going to queue. Like I'm really upset because I really wanted to see Jasmine, especially when I had my custom Jasmine ears on. But it was like a trip of adults as well. And as much as I love character meet and greet, if I'm with a big group of adults and no one else wants to do it, like that's fine. We can move on and do some attractions. That's not a problem. And just as we were kind of like observing the line, the character attendant that was with Jasmine, it was Jasmine, Jeannie and Abu, I believe. She kind of like beckoned me over and was like, oh, you're a friend of Dan. He told me to look out for someone wearing custom Jasmine ears. And I was like, oh, yeah. And he was like, yeah. And 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 I didn't have to queue to see Jasmine. Amazing. Love that. There you go. I mean, that's not just because of the ears. But it can sometimes help. Yeah, definitely. It's still it's still a magic moment. But yeah, no, that that's in, incredible. I think um, after listening to this, everyone's going to go and get customers for their favourite character and, and hope that the same thing happens. Um, but yeah, you're talking about that. Another way that you can kind of coax these moments to happen authentically is by wearing an I'm celebrating badge or something so that's kind of similar for my next one I wasn't actually wearing a badge at the time but when we went to Tokyo Disney again I don't know if they're trained to give pixie dust moments to guests but I certainly feel like I had one here we were I can't even remember what right I think we were waiting for a show and we were just talking to a cast member and then she asked why we were visiting why we were there and it was around the time of my birthday so I said that we were visiting for my birthday and then the next minute she went into her pocket and she got out a sticker and it was a I'm celebrating birthday sticker and she gave it to me actually no first she asked my name Um, So I told her and then she wrote something down and then she gave it to me. And then when I looked, she had written my name in Japanese characters, which I absolutely loved because I thought, again, it was such a a nice personal thing, but something a little bit different and a nice memento to have. Um, So, yeah, again, I think if you're celebrating something and you're not specifically looking for it, then if, you know, cast members do pick up on the fact that you're there for a birthday or something, or if you're talking to them and you just drop it into conversation that you're there for a honeymoon or an anniversary or something, you never know, but still don't expect it. Yeah, I would say with that one, again, it depends where you go. I feel like at some of the smaller resorts like Tokyo, Paris, Shanghai, even California, you're probably going to have more luck with that. Whereas at Walt Disney World, I feel like every other person you walk past has got an I'm celebrating because a lot of people, especially in the US, a lot of people go there for honeymoon or anniversaries and like special birthdays and things like that. So yeah, I I think it's definitely worth doing, but those badges do seem more common for whatever reason in, in Walt Disney World. So yeah, try it. Don't expect it. Cool. So speaking of birthdays, my next one is kind of linked to a birthday so this is a really weird one and I still to this day don't know if it was pixie dust or a mistake or what it was but it was when I was a little girl it was my birthday I was at Disneyland Paris and 
think I was staying at the Newport Bay. It might even be that same time as the room upgrade. And there was a knock at the door and there was this parcel and it was this huge package. You know, that kind of like, it's not cellophane. Well, it is cellophane, that like gift wrap cellophane that things like flowers come in. It was, it was that. And it was like, you know, with ribbon and filled with chocolate coins. And it was this Mickey Mouse picture frame. And it was a little bit ostentatious, but you could tell it was quite expensive. It was like a big, solid China Mickey Mouse. You might even remember this from my bedroom when we were teenagers, Tash. It's this big, solid Mickey Mouse. And he was like holding a piece of glass. And then you could slot the photo into the glass. And it had my name on it. And I was like, oh, thanks, mum, like for my birthday. And mum was like, I, I didn't do that. And I was like, what? I'd love if she's listening to this and she's like, yeah, it was me. But I actually don't think it was because we still talk about it now. It definitely wasn't my dad because it just wasn't my dad. And I don't think it was my grandpa. And hey, he's dead. So I can never ask him now. But they all were like, no, nothing to do with it. And my mum was like, I genuinely think, because it said like happy birthday and stuff on it. She was like, I think it's because they had our passports. They like took our passports for check-in and kept them because they had to go and like scan them. And it was like my actual birthday. It wasn't like we were there for my birthday. It was my birthday on the 5th of June. We were there on the 5th of June. So my mum was like, I think they've seen your birthday and it's a surprise. But I was like, I still, I still don't know. And anyone listening is like, your mum's pulling your leg. But I actually really don't think she was because another package came that actually was from my mum. So I think that it was pixie dust. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's amazing. I, I can't remember seeing what you're talking about in your house, but I can imagine the sort of thing. Like I can see a whole wall in the world of Disney store with these kind of frames. Like I think we bought a lot of stuff like that when I used to go to Disney growing up. Um, and they're not cheap, those frames either. They're not like, plas- are you talking about like the China? It's like a solid 3D China Mickey Mouse, like an ornament of Mickey just holding a piece of glass. And then, yeah, you can, yeah it, was, it, yeah. Wasn't, it wasn't a photo frame. It was an ornament. Yeah, so they're 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 not cheap either. Those things. So yeah, that's that's amazing. And I kind of feel like your mum probably would have bought you something else, not necessarily yeah, my that. Mom, that's very your mum thing to buy. It's not a very my mum thing to buy. My mum, my mum's the reason that I said that they're quite ostentatious. My mum drilled into my head when I was a little girl that plushies were tacky and mini ears were tacky and anything she didn't want me to have was tacky and now is why I like collect all of these things because I love them um and so yeah my mum my mum wouldn't you're absolutely right Tash she would never choose that so that's more evidence that it was pixie dust yeah absolutely definitely So my next moment is one that we were actually together for Mercedes and it was when we last went to Disneyland Paris just before the pandemic hit and it was our first day and it was around February, January, it was it was cold, it was cold and we um, were by Phantom Manor and we really wanted to meet Phantom Mickey and unfortunately we were too late and you had to sign up to meet him on the Lime Bertie app and we hadn't done that. And so we were really disappointed and we were kind of just waiting around. We'd originally saw, we'd originally seen Phantom Mickey and ran over really excited and were then turned away by two cast members and said, unfortunately, the line's closed and um, you have to sign up on Lime Bertie, so try it another day. So we were just waiting around, quite disappointed. And then the next minute, one of the cast members kind of beckoned us over 
And so we went back over and he basically said, go for it and opened the queue. And we were like, oh my God, what? And so four grown women very excitedly ran up to Phantom Mickey, so excited. And we had a good, I would say a good 10 minutes of interaction with him. We all had our own individual photos. We had group photos. We had a lot of chit chat with him. And again, it just goes to show that you don't necessarily have to be a child for these moments to happen. You know, we were four quite nice girls who were clearly disappointed by not being able to meet him that this cast member thought hey let's make their day sprinkle a bit of pixie dust and uh yeah let them get in the queue when it's already been closed yeah and we're still talking about it now two years later I mean that was one of my favorite moments of pixie dust ever and again like going back to our initial point about you can't expect these things we were so chill when they were like no it's lime Bertie like I remember being really like oh okay yeah I've seen something about this like online like I need to look into it I don't really know like it's fine we'll try again tomorrow kind of thing like what time do you recommend like we were genuinely like how do we do this and I think that's the reason because we weren't you know assholes about it we could have been like well that's not okay we didn't know that blah 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 and we weren't like that at all we were really like okay fine we'll come back tomorrow thank you very much and then yeah surprise and delight I thought you were going to talk about how we got a fast pass well it wasn't even really a fast pass but how we were let into the disabled line or the um accessibility line for Crush's Coaster because we had that on that trip and we also were allowed to do didn't we get a fast pass for Star Tours as well and we didn't have a fast pass they let us through the exit there was three things I was trying to remember what the third thing was maybe it was that I think it was Star Tours I'm pretty sure they were like yeah you don't need to queue and I was like oh sweet and again it was just because we were just having these very innocent conversations with the cast member not expecting or anticipating anything and there you go So my final thing is from a trip that I took with some uni friends long, long time ago. Again, Coach Dan was working at Disney. I can't remember if this was the same time as the Jasmine or if it was a different time. I've been quite a few times whilst he was working there. So it's all all a blur. And we were, I I think we, we were actually with him on this day. So I do remember which trip this was. And we were walking around Fantasyland, whatever. And he was like, I've got like a surprise for you guys. And we were like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. So we went to the Wishing Well, which is now the worst kept secret in Disneyland Paris. I think everybody knows that you get to see princesses there because of when the Twilight Waltz was on and the princesses would use the Auberge exit to get onto the castle stage. And so now people have clocked that when the princesses are going to Auberge, they have to use that door. And it's it's literally just, if you're not familiar with it, it's just two doors that are side by side, but there's like a gate or something between them. So they have to walk down a winding path to get to the other door. So you get to see a princess for like three minutes while they walk down a path. And they absolutely will not take pictures with you. They'll be very polite. Like I videoed them in the past. They'll say bonjour and hi and how are you? But they won't stop the pictures or whatever. And they're always with a character attendant. So on this unsuspecting day, Dan was like, come with me. Took us to the wishing world. This must have been like, I don't know, maybe like six years ago. It was quite a long time ago. It was before everybody knew about the wishing world. And we got to have our photos taken with Snow White, Snow White's Prince, Ariel, and 
I can't remember. Cinderella, I think. And it was all of us with them. It was amazing. This picture is honestly one of my most favorite Disney pictures that I've ever had of all time. I share it a lot on social. So I'm sure lots of our listeners have heard. And I did feel a little bit bad because there were some onlookers that were like, oh my God, look, massive princess meet and greet. And it was a one-off and not really pixie dust because it was through connections, not just a surprise and delight moment. But it, for me, was one of the moments that stood out. I guess it was just a magical moment, not a pixie dust. We need to differentiate between the two. But yeah, I loved it and it was great. And it's like my favorite picture ever. Yeah, that is a great picture. And I feel like you were you were good to get in there kind of before everyone else cottoned on to that even being a thing because what a rare experience that you know there's no other situation where you would be able to ever get that photo no definitely it's weird isn't it because when you think about Disneyland Paris I've got a picture of me and my sister when she was a tiny baby so I must be about nine or ten I'm holding her it's probably the year that I cried with Goofy and Minnie and Mickey and my sister and I are in this picture together in the middle of Fantasyland And it's because, and I don't know if they still do this, but you know the big doors by It's a Small World where the parade comes out at Disneyland Paris? They used to use that door for like character training. So if you stood there, I remember my mum and I worked this out one year. If you stood there, like every sort of half an hour, about 15 characters would just randomly come out and they were definitely doing some kind of character training. And it was always really random characters. It would be like the walrus from Alice in Wonderland and Susie and Perla. And it was just really, really random. And one time it was Minnie and Mickey. And we were like, what the hell? And I literally have a picture of myself holding my sister with Minnie and Mickey and we're just standing in front of those. It's a small world doors. I feel like that would just never happen now. Yeah, no, I don't think it would. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I feel like that would be a lot more secretive. Yeah, you don't... The thing is, like, I think it's good because you know where the characters are and it's a fair system, but it's only recently that Disneyland Paris has become a bit more like the American parks when it comes to meet and greet. It used to be a free-for-all. I've got another picture of me on Main Street USA with Pocahontas. Like, that just... Could, could you imagine Pocahontas just walking around Main Street USA? Like, that would never, ever happen probably shouldn't either because like aesthetically that doesn't really go together she should be in like Frontierland but anyway we digress that kind of just random characters popping up that just doesn't happen anymore and as I say I was very pleased when Disneyland Paris went for like more of the American model where it's on the map and you know what time and you queue and it's very British and orderly but now that it's kind of gone and, and like you know talking today about surprise and delight I think it's quite sad yeah, it's very, very sad. But yeah, no, what what a lovely, lovely thing to happen. Um, I thought, oh no, you had, because I was going to say, I thought you had not met Minnie, but you had not had a photo of yourself with Minnie on her own. On my own, yeah. I didn't have any pictures of Minnie and myself. And I have a few now. I have the one that we got on our trip, because that was like my main criteria for that trip, was I need a picture of me and Minnie, because I didn't have one. And then I got to meet International Mini, International Mini, International Women's Day Mini in Disneyland Paris during my hen so I have that picture as well which is great in the pantsuit all good yeah there you go spoiled for choice now I know all the pictures of me and Minnie so we are curious they're our experiences with pixie dust although some of mine were tenuous but surprise and delight magical moments our 10 picks and we want to hear from you have you had any amazing moments 
of pixie dust or any sort of cast member experiences that stand out do let us know as ever you can contact us on twitter our twitter is at chat disney uk or instagram at chat disney we are now going to head into the final part of today's episode we're going to play a game that we have not played for a while and it is snap you find the fun and snap the job's a game So Snap is a great cue boredom buster game, I always think. So how it works, and it is a little bit difficult. You are going to have to trust that we are doing this honestly because we are recording this via Zoom. Um, How it works is we each start with a word. If you're together, you would say the word at the same time. Because we are not together and because we are recording this and it will be very difficult for you to understand what we're saying, we are going to say what and we're going to go in turns, basically. But you'll have to trust that we haven't already communicated what the word is going to be. And the point is to then keep going and keep saying words related to the previous word until you both say the same word. I think I explained that awfully. No, you didn't. So just to give an example... If I said female and Tash said mouse, we would both say mini. So it's like the next word is a connection of the previous two words. And you keep going until you say the same word. And obviously the most important part is it's got a Disney twist. So I am going to start with the word. Have you got a word, Tash? Got a word? You've got a word. Okay, I'm going to start with something that we've been talking about a lot recently. I'm going to start with food. Oh, Bird. Okay, I have something. I have something. Okay, you go first. Orange bird. I was also going to say the orange bird. That was a great one. That was easy. That was a nice easy one. And the orange bird, for anyone that doesn't know, is the sort of Walt Disney World mascot. There's a lot of orange bird merchandise available at Shop Disney at the moment. So go and check out that little orange bird if you haven't already. I think we can do another one that was so quick. It was like that was rehearsed. Uh, yeah let, definitely let's do another one okay um, I have a word do you have a word um I do have a word okay I'll let you start this time okay tree I had castle oh okay okay I mm, yeah okay yeah <laughs> park I was gonna say landmark because mm. I was thinking I was of like, thinking, I was thinking life and the castle the yeah, yeah yeah okay Park and landmark. Okay. Are we allowed to say words we've already said? I was thinking you asked that, but then it's so obvious what we're both going to say. Okay. 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 Landmark park. We're not allowed to say castle. So um, I have, I have something. Okay. Um, no, I don't. Um, Spaceship Earth. I was going to say Epcot, but I meant Spaceship Earth. Yeah. But that, um, is that allowed? I feel like that's not exactly the same. No, it's not. It's not. Okay. Spaceship Earth used the correct word and I just was lazy and Epcot. Uh, I have something. Okay. Yeah. World Showcase. I was going to say Judy Dench. Oh, damn. <laughs> okay. We can do this. World Showcase and Judy Dench. I mean, come on. Okay. Go. It- the UK Pavilion. The UK Pavilion. Yeah. Yay. See, you can connect anything. I reckon we should go for three. Three for three. One okay. more. You go first. Okay. Oh, I... Hang on, I need a word. Oh, yeah. um, okay. Right. I'm going to go Prince. Oh, ice cream. Okay. I have something. Um. Okay, yeah, I have something. 
I was going to go some really rubbish, but I was going to go for the Snow White Dole Whip ice cream cone that they sell. Say Cinderella's royal table. Okay, so we've got the Snow White Dole Whip cone and Cinderella's table. I can think of something. Um. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go Fantasyland. Or character dine. <laughs> okay, Fantasyland character dine. I've got something. Yeah, I've got something. Or Burge. Burge. <laughs> Yay! See, it's as simple as that. So yeah, as Tash said, this is a really, really fun game to play with your family when you're in the queue. It doesn't have to have a Disney theme, but obviously if you're in Disneyland, it makes sense to do so. I absolutely don't think I'll be able to convince my grumpy husband to play this in the queues of Walt Disney World. Maybe if we take the Disney edge out of it, I might be able to, but otherwise... This is one that I reserve for you, Tash. Thank you. Yeah, I tried to get Benji to play it and, and he, at home, that is, and he has not taken me up on it. So, yeah. I'll see if I can, I'll see if I can get Grumpy to do it. I very much doubt that. I mean, hey, he did cook us a three-course Be Our Guest dining extravaganza, which if you haven't listened to that, definitely go back. It was a couple of episodes ago. So who knows? Stranger things have happened. Absolutely. So that concludes our episode for today. We do hope you enjoyed listening. As always, we will be back next Monday, same time and same place. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.